When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Wow. Where did that week go? That was a really fast one. What a sneaking notion next one's going to be that fast, too. Oh, well, hi. Welcome to Talking Real Money Daily. I'm Don McDonald. This is the Friday edition I recorded on Friday. You can listen to it anytime because it's pretty close to evergreen, except when I tell you the market was down today. But the Dow was down, really. The S&P 500 is off half a percent. It's not a big deal. Pay no attention to the Dow. Now, I've got some calls that came in, or I got a call that I'm going to answer today that came in at 855-935-TALK. You can call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and leave your questions there. Or you can send them in via TalkingRealMoney.com. Click the contact form. You can also call tomorrow, Saturday, if you're listening to this on Friday, Every Saturday from 3 to 5 Eastern or noon to 2 Pacific, we do a we do a radio show in Seattle. And you can call live, and that'll be one of the podcasts next week. So you can call that same number. It's good all the time for the live show or for the podcast, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Okay? Cool. Um, now, today, this is, this is important because... The financial services industries in America want you to believe you're secure. You're in good hands with them. But how safe are they? Insurance companies talk about insurance investment products like annuities as if they're some sort of magical government security that might have the potential for higher returns. Because they use the word guaranteed. They bandy about the word guaranteed as if it was a government backing. But it's not. Insurance companies are private. Insurance companies do pay into state insurance pools, some of which are flush with cash, others not so much. There have been insurance companies go bankrupt. We had the biggest insurance company almost fail in 2008, AIG. So they're, they're not safe. And, and just to illustrate that lack of safety, you see, they can do things that I would call dangerous if you were doing them and kind of get away with it until the, the, they get called out the, the reality they, they get a reality check they get smacked in the face you remember collateralized mortgage obligations you remember those right cmos they almost took down the economy about 20 years ago then about 10 or 12 years ago we had cdos 
collateralized debt obligations. All of these are hybrid securities. What they do is they take a bunch of other securities, they repackage them together. All, individually, these securities are all over the risk board. They're really high risk or really low risk, but when they package them together, they tell you they're safe. Well, it turned out they weren't safe, that these various tranches that they sold, these high-yield tranches, some of them were um, really dangerous and ended up performing a lot worse than anyone expected. Yeah, famous last words. Well, there's a new, a newer version of the collateralized debt obligation called collateralized loan obligations. These are corporate loans. Collateralized mortgage obligations were mortgages. These are corporate loans. These are business loans, consumer loans, all kinds of loans. They package them all together, and they are considered to be highly rated and safe. Well, Moody's, S&P, and Fitch have all warned that uh, these CLOs are about to get downgraded. And that means if these CLOs get downgraded, so do the insurance companies that issued them. They tried financial sleight of hand again. They tried to create a security because they needed them. They needed a security that had high returns so they could continue to pay their policyholders high returns. Because you see, they have to make more than they pay you. Otherwise, it doesn't work. So they have a vested interest in helping the financial services industry create these products so that they can use them and appear to be getting these high returns with a very, very high degree of safety. Well, that isn't how the real world works. And I have been telling you over and over again, and I will continue to tell you, there is no such thing as higher returns with less risk. And you'd think the folks who run the insurance companies and make millions and millions of dollars a year would know that, but they are financial ostriches. Well, let's just pretend. If we don't look, maybe they won't go down. And for a while, they don't go down. For a while. Until something happens that people don't expect. You know, like a virus. So, I want you to be aware that when those insurance companies go to sell you a product and they claim it's absolutely guaranteed, you need to take that guarantee with a grain of salt. The only thing that is absolutely guaranteed, and it's not even that isn't absolutely guaranteed, but as close as we can get are U.S. government obligations. It's about as close as you can get because at least the U.S. government can raise taxes. So be careful. Call anytime, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, or send in questions at TalkingRealMoney.com and click on the contact button. And here's one of those. And it's about variable annuities. Background. I currently invest $5,500 in a Roth IRA every year through Vanguard and have a required retirement savings with matching contributions at work through Tia Cref. There is an option of investing in a variable annuity through TIA in a Roth 403B. We get to choose how much to convert into lifetime income. 
Is this actually an annuity, or does it become an annuity when you choose to convert it? Okay, we'll start with that question. Yes and yes. It's just two different kinds of annuities. Initially, the annuity will be a variable annuity. That means it's an annuity in which you invest money. It's a wealth accumulation annuity, except wealth accumulation annuities have layers of fees that are unnecessary. I hate annuities in 403B accounts, and I hate the companies that offer them to you. And if you're a teacher or a healthcare worker, you need to go to your organization and read them the Riot Act and ask them why they don't offer you mutual funds, indexed mutual funds without the annuity wrapper. Because in a tax-deferred account, there is no benefit to paying extra for that annuity wrapper, except for the ability to convert it later. And heck, you can take a regular old Roth 403B or Roth IRA and turn that money into an immediate annuity when you retire if you want. Although I think there are probably better things to do. Oh, you went on to say you work in public education. You need to talk to your school district. I got to tell you, you know, I did a radio show for, or I've done radio shows for over 30 years, 32 years. Oh, no, I'm sorry, let me go back, 35 years. Um, and I remember the Albuquerque School District, somebody called me from there, and all they had were annuities. And this guy got together with a lot of other teachers, and they presented a petition to the school board requesting Vanguard mutual funds. And darned if they didn't get them added to the plan. You just have to make noise. So, um, yeah, it's an annuity, you don't want it. Is a variable annuity a better option than a fixed annuity? They're different. Um, a fixed annuity pays you a fixed rate or is an immediate annuity that pays you out. They keep your money and they pay you an income. A variable annuity uses mutual funds inside the annuity wrapper, which adds an extra layer of fees. Then you go on to say, I keep hearing that annuities are not the way to go. For those who work in public education, and this is the only vehicle for investing, is it better to take advantage of the retirement savings or invest the money in a non-retirement vehicle and have to pay the taxes on the return? <sighs> Again, I don't I I am not confident that you only have the option of a variable annuity. I'm not confident of that. Just that the annuity people are better salespeople because if Vanguard, if Vanguard's available to you, they are not going to come to the district and help you invest in their funds. They're just not going to do it. So go to your school board, go to your HR people and say, what are all of my investment options in the 403B? I want a complete list of all investment options. They don't like doing that because it's extra work, but make them. And if you don't have indexed funds from Fidelity or Vanguard or DFA or somebody, then ask your school board, ask your union reps, ask for help in making that happen. Get a petition, a petition together because annuities are not a great thing to have. You don't need tax deferral in a tax deferred account. It's just not, it's redundant. Oh, these people make me angry. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number, 855-935-8255. Let's take a call. I'm in the phase of forbearance right now. <clears throat> and could you explain to me what exactly is forbearance? I was told that I would get a um, break on my um, mortgage payment for three months. 
And after that, I have to uh, start my regular payment. But they did not tell me what I had to pay, make the payment all at once to make up the three payments, or that wasn't noted uh, in the confirmation letter. And also, um, I'd like to know how can I get my interest rate down? I want it uh, lowered because I want to pay that mortgage off as soon as possible, as soon as I get back to work. And um, my interest rate now is 5.6%. And I was wondering why the um, uh, the mortgage company didn't offer that voluntarily to, to, to lower that. You know, I just want to lower it to, um, you know, to pay my uh, balance off faster. And um, thank you so much. Oh, forbearance. Forbearance is, hmm, it's only a temporary reprieve. It's only a temporary reprieve from payments, and that's all. The interest continues to accrue. And usually, you need to ask your mortgage company. But most of the time, most of the forbearance I've seen gets added onto the mortgage. In other words, they extend the mortgage another three months if you have three months worth of forbearance. So really nothing changes except your mortgage is now three months longer. So you still have to pay interest. Um. You have a 5.6% rate, which is not terrible. In fact, I think I, on my house in Florida, I have like a five and a quarter or something. I would refinance, except I'm hoping to sell the place soon, so it's not worth it. And as for lowering your rate, it's a dream. They don't lower rates on mortgages. They just don't do it. The way you get a lower rate on a mortgage is to refinance it. But in refinancing, there are costs. And in your situation, having taken advantage of forbearance and not having the income you once had, you're going to find it's nigh on to impossible to refinance that note. So you're stuck with that rate for a while. Check your credit. Go go get your free credit report if you haven't gotten one and take a look and see what it looks like right now. But my guess is without that income, you're going to find that everybody's going to turn you down because they want to see they have formulas they have to follow. There's there it's not the wild west of of mortgages anymore. My mic stand. Hold on. I have to adjust my mic stand. I got a new mic and it's heavy. And so it's causing my mic stand to, I'm gradually shrinking down my, toward my desk. Uh, <laughs> so I had to fix it. Uh, so anyway, you're not going to, uh, you're just not going to get a, a right reduction. It's not going to happen. So down the road, figure out a way to refinance. Um, you can call your current lender and see if they'll refinance you. Maybe they, you've got such a good history with them, they'll do that. But it's going to require a refinance, which is going to require a lot of fees or a few fees, some costs to you, probably a new appraisal, 500 bucks, something like that. A few things. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to file new paperwork. There are fees for that. Uh, but that's the only way I know to do it. I, I, more, because you see the mortgage is probably, it's probably owned by investors right now. Not your mortgage company. They just service the note. The investors own it, and the investors aren't going to give up a give up a five point six percent return. They're just not going to do it. They're enjoying. They paid for that. Thank you for the call, though. 
And you can call 855-935-TALK or you can send your questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com. we got one more before we call it a week. And this one is about 529 plans. Hey, guys, getting ready to open 529s for our daughters who are 9 and 7 respectively. Which is the best option and why? Thanks. Well, I love the Utah plan. Tom and I both love the Utah plan, the Utah 529 plan. Their website's even really easy. It's my529.org. My529. They use Vanguard funds. They use dimensional funds. They have age-based products. Their fees are very, 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 very low. And they're pretty darn good at what they do. So of all of them out there, there are several that are okay. But if you want the creme de la creme, that would be the the creme I would be drinking or eating if it's all uh, frothy. 855-935-8255. Call us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Call the show live tomorrow if you want a conversation with, uh, with Tom and me. And that's between 3 and 5 Eastern. Same number, 855-935-TALK. Thanks for listening. Have an incredible weekend. And please stay safe. I know you hate them. I hate them too. Wear that stupid mask. Okay? It's not just for you. It's for everybody else. You may have the bug and don't even know it. Why do you want to infect other people? Wear the mask. Thanks for listening. I'm Don McDonald. Talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.